Hello, friends, and welcome to To the Phantom and Beyond. I'm Jillian. And I'm Annika. And we're so happy to have you all along for this adventure. We're going to be diving right into all of our favorite movies, TV shows, and so many other fandom-related subjects, talking about all the things that we love and even some of the things we might not love. So thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back again, everybody. So <laughs> this is one that we've been very excited about. Yes. Um, so for those of you who don't know, uh, Heartstopper dropped on Netflix on Friday. So good. It was amazing. Amazing. So good. Um, so here's the thing. So when it dropped, the, it dropped on Friday midnight. Mm-hmm. Midnight Friday. No. Thursday yeah. at midnight. So Friday it's, morning. It's technically Friday midnight. It, People argue. I know. So Whatever. it dropped. And it I, dropped on Friday. So I was already in bed because, mind you, I had to be up Friday for work. I had to be I had to be into work at 8. I didn't have to be to work until noon. Yeah. So, no, I had to be in work at 9. So <laughs> I stayed up at midnight. We I, both. The second it dropped. We both. I watched the first four episodes. Both of us did. Separately. Yes. Of course. Separately. First four episodes, went to bed. I woke up at six. No, I woke up at seven. I watched five, six, and seven, and then I went to work, and then I came home and I watched the last one. Yeah, I I watched. <laughs> I was in bed also. Watched it. It's the first four episodes as soon as it dropped. Went to bed at like three maybe, yeah. <clears throat> and then got up at eight thirty, and then watched the last four episodes. And I finished the final episode like right before I had to leave for work. I was getting ready to watch it while I was getting ready so we both were like we're gonna watch this yeah. entire thing as soon as we can i'm so happy that i was able to finish it before i had to go to work because then i was just thinking about it all day at work i was like well was i amazing. went into work and i i was basically i was explaining to every single person i saw i was like did you see it have you seen it yet yeah it dropped already and they were like they were like well obviously we haven't seen it yet did you and i was like yeah i watched the first seven episodes this morning and they were all just like <laughs> how are you here and i was like listen you underestimate my binge ability so uh Heartstopper is um for those of you now, who don't know which yes. it is uh, yeah no. it is now a Netflix original series um it, it's based off a graphic novel by Alice Oseman um who's uh she's a British author um I originally found it on uh what's it called um web webtoons so did I cuz I remember well cuz I found it after they announced the casting of Nick and Charlie Mm -hmm. I was like I saw stuff all all, all on Twitter about it and I was really curious I was like what's this you know what is this everybody's talking about so I found it and then I like binged the first like two volumes I was like this is so good yeah I I already had webtoons because of uh Lore Olympus so I was already reading that and then I remember hearing that Heart Supper was gonna become a thing and I had saved it in my in my queue thing basically so mm-hmm. I, I was like okay i'm gonna get to it i'm gonna get to it at some point obviously i was gonna get to it because it's it's gay and if you know me me and my gays we're, we're like i this. just really like cute romances yes and so i was like okay and then i remember jillian being like have you read it yet and i was and i remember because i was like i haven't gotten all the way through it yet but i read the first couple chapters so i was like okay and i finally sat down and i just binged it all um, I haven't finished the entire thing because I know there's technically there's, four volumes. Yes. I haven't finished all of it. I reread right before watching Same. the first the first season. I reread volumes one and two because I have the physical copies Same. of them. Same. Yeah, I, I do too. Them at Barnes & Noble, actually. Same. Shout out to Barnes & Noble. Me too. Hey. Um, but I still had the... I still had the, the comic open on my yeah. phone at the point where I stop reading in volume three because I just got busy doing other stuff. I've gone back to the start of volume three and now yeah. I'm going back and Same. reading yeah. what I've already read so that I can finish it. As far as I can tell, uh, season one is basically volumes, I think volume one, one and, and two. two. Mm-hmm. So it's volume one and two. So I'm guessing we're probably only going to get maybe two or three seasons of the show. Right, depending. Depending on how far she goes because I know she had stopped at one point to finish, to work on the show. Right. Um, and she also has a few other stories. Um, there's a character in the story, um, Aled, who's not in the show, mind you. So he's in this story, and he has his own I feel set. like I heard them say the name at one point, but I could be wrong. They, they could have. 
I feel um, like I heard them say when they were like taking role, but I might, they could have. I might so, have misheard. I don't know. Oled isn't in the series. He's not in the show, but he is in the graphic novel. He is one of he makes up one of the core four in the beginning. Um, but if I remember correctly, Alice was saying that they chose not to have him in the series because she has other plans for him. And mm. his story that he ha- he has his own um, graphic novel that she wrote, right. yeah. and his revolves around him exploring his own sexuality and who he is. Nick and Charlie are in that one, but very right. briefly, I believe. I haven't gotten to read that one yet. Um, yeah. But she, I know she said that she wanted to give, she basically felt like it was going to be a disservice to put him put in the, the story show. and not give him his own, right. you know, his own right. arc, um, which I really appreciate. I think that was a good good call on her part. You know, and it's, I loved <laughs> Isaac. Okay, so that's what we're going to get into really quick. So all of the casting for the series was hands Perfect. down the best casting Spot i've seen on. in a long time okay so uh charlie spring is played by joe Locke, and uh this is his first role his so very first good. acting role he incredible so good like he he looks like charlie he really is and like for somebody who like you said his first role for somebody he like beat out so many other kids yeah, for this role exactly and from what i was reading it was a long process like right. they were hand-picked to play yeah. Nick and Charlie, like it was well, incredible. With, with with something so beloved as this comic, you have to get exactly. the casting right. Like that's the number yeah. one thing you have to get the casting. Yeah, and right. so then Nick Nelson is played by Kit Connor, and adorable, the most accurate out of the entire cast he is looks, Nick. He looks exactly like <clears throat> like Nick. just like, he's so and like the height difference is amazing. Is beautiful. Uh, this is not Kit's first role, so w- the thing I remember seeing him in, and I didn't recognize him at first, but mm-hmm. I, well, I recognized him, but I could not place him. Yeah, he was in Rocket Man. Um, he played like the teenage Reggie Dwight. He was the one who was playing the song uh, Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting. He plays that song in the beginning and then it transitions into Elton. So that's him. And I was like, oh, now I know he can sing musical episode of Heartstopper. I'm calling right now. Please. <laughs> Maybe some karaoke. No, no. I No, what I mean is I need like Nick or Charlie to get knocked unconscious to the point where they're like hallucinating and it becomes a musical. Okay. That'd be funny. Um, so then Elle Argent is played by Yasmin Finney. And I believe this is also her first role. I think so. Yes. Um, she's adorable. I love her. She's so good. Every bit. Um, Tao... Uh, Tao Zhu is played by William Gao, and this is also his first role. So many, so many first <laughs> roles, and they all did so good. Like, I love, I love Tao in the comics. Like, he's so, so funny, funny in the comics. But and so I'm really glad that like <laughs> his hair, everything, and the beanie. It was so cute. Well, I think one of my my favorite parts about him is that like there, every once in a while, you can just see these little facial expressions that he makes, uh-huh. and I was like, you're so cute. He, he was adorable. And him and L. I so good. I am waiting. I, I am, am like waiting, bursting, waiting for for Tawel. I'm waiting for it. Um, and, and then uh, Tara Jones is Corinna Brown. She is. This is not her first role. She's done a few smaller things. I don't right. know. But this is I like her first them. like major thing. I believe so. Yeah. And she was adorable too. She did so. She was um, so great. Darcy Olson is played by Kizzy Edgel, and this is their first role as well. I believe. I freaking loved Darcy in this. Okay. I knew I was going to love Darcy. Yes. For, just from reading the And comics, Kizzy is just perfect as Darcy. The best like they do a really they did good job. so good. Um, also like, Darcy was like one of my favorite people in like, the entire literally, series. Darcy was like probably one of my favorites I think one too. of my She's so funny. One of my favorite She's moments. She's just so unapologetic. Really. And okay there's two moments of hers that I love in this in the book. The first one is, and they put it in the series, the first one is when she scares Tara with the yes, trumpet. Yes, and I was talking to you about this <laughs> yeah. earlier because, obviously, in the comic, the first time that we see Darcy is when she, she scares, scares Tara. Yeah. But what I really liked is how they put in a moment of in her earlier. earlier of her trying to scare Dar- uh, Tara, and she's like, she's like, one of these days I'll get you, and then we see her finally get yeah. her, and I was like, that's good. That's good. That's a good setup. And then... We have the lovely Isaac Henderson, played by Toby Donovan. Isaac. This is also Toby's first role. King. <laughs> King. Here's the thing. As much as I as much as I enjoyed like the core four in the series right. or in the book, Isaac was a great addition. He's, Isaac just him just being being sleeping just and then Kicking flipping them flipping the Monopoly board because they can't agree on stuff. Like, oh my gosh. King and also behavior. and I know um, people were pointing this out on Twitter and Alice did acknowledge it is that because everyone was like confirmed it didn't she yeah because everyone was like why is isaac giving off such 
Aero Ace vibes. It, like, it's perfect. And she was like, yes, I'm glad everyone saw this. Cause he, and I was like, thank you. And I know she said that she has like her, she has a story lined up for him. Like she uh-huh. has an idea of what she, her, where she wants her story to go. And I'm like, please. The representation. Please. I love it. Um, and I love he was just so cute. He's so, so um, stinking cute. Like when he's bowling. When he was bowling. He gets so excited <laughs> bowling. And then on sports day. Oh my gosh. My favorite. I think one of my favorite moments is is when they're in the group chat and they're texting and Tao's just like, it's sacred. And he looks at it and then he just rolls his eyes and puts the phone down. Like, he yeah. was just like, no. He's like, ah, oh, forget this. Goes and back to his book. And I was like, I, I feel that so the, hard. It's like the way that he had a book with him, like, at all times. Mm-hmm. I've known kids like that. Yeah. And then, okay, then we have Ben Hope, played by Sebastian Croft. I'm pretty sure that his Instagram even says Ben Hope Hate Club yeah. in the bio. Yeah, and this is not Sebastian's first role. He's been in a few other things. Um, I know he was in, I believe he was in uh, Game of Thrones at one point. Huh. He was in a few other things. Um, I despise Ben. Everybody despises Ben. Here's the thing. I despise Ben, but and I know, I know the majority of the reason why people despise Ben is because it's, again, that trope of of closeted jock yeah is a homophobe but also secretly is gay like it's this whole thing and it's been a big discussion over the last you know decade or so Mm -hmm. of this big storyline of these these male figures you know these male football players or soccer players or whatever rugby rugby (laughs) who are super does ben even play i don't think ben played rugby i don't remember i don't don't think he does um, who's super, super homophobic, but also secretly very, very gay. And, like, it's been a big discussion because mm-hmm. people are like, it's very hurtful, it's damaging. It's, it's tiresome. And, like, I understand it completely, but also s- those also lead to some of the best emotional moments mm-hmm. in, like, TV and movies is having that moment where they finally decide, I'm going to break away from the stereotype, I'm going to be my own person. Right, right. And I know it happens in, um, it happens in sex education, it happens in uh, Glee, there's a few others I know that I can't remember right. the names for. So I definitely feel that with him. And I honestly, I haven't finished it. So I don't know where his story goes. Right. I don't know if he gets Me neither. Don't, anything else. Don't tell but, us. Yeah, we want to, we're going to get to it. We'll, we'll finish it. Don't, don't tell us. Um, and then we have Harry, played by Cormac Hyden Corrin. Harry is a git. And I'm going to say right he there, he's did a git. A, he, he did, did a, a good, he did good job. job of making me hate him. And I believe this, I want to say this is his first role as well. He did it. Here's the thing. I don't want it to sound bad, but I could tell that it yes. was his first role. I, yeah, I understand. And I, I can tell the same thing. Um, there's just little moments of like, just like the way they pause sometimes right, or right. the way they emphasize certain things where you're like. Or the, like, kind of like the way that they're coming into the line, like right before, like <laughs> it almost looks like they're waiting for the cue. Exactly. And it, it's not a bad thing at it's, all. It's not bad. He it's did just, a great job of playing Harry because I hated him. Right, right. It's just, it's funny, though, because it's like, you know, growing up, you know, not growing up, but like doing uh, theater in high school, we yeah. always, you know, told, look like you're doing something, don't look like you're waiting for your yeah. cue, you know? When, okay, one of my, the things that was, it's really funny, because reading the book and then watching the show, I had a completely different idea in mind of how Harry was going to sound. For some reason, yeah. I had it in my head, he was like super, like, almost nasally and very, like, yeah. like squeaky and like, meh. Well... I, I feel like I told you this already, but the first time I was reading through it, I forgot so many times that it takes place in the UK. Yeah, yeah, no, I get that. Because, you know, because it, you're just reading it like, you know, it's a graphic novel, so you're not hearing the voices really. But then they would do something or say mm-hmm. something, and I'm like, oh, that's right. They're in the they're in the UK, like, in Volume 3 when they go on, uh, you know, they take a bus and go yeah. to Paris. I'm like... How? How are they taking a bus and going to Paris? And I'm like, oh, wait. Oh, wait. They can do that over <laughs> yeah. there. That's easier for them to do over yeah. there. And, so it's and I like completely little, get little that, yeah. That they, like, little things that they would say. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's right. They're in the UK. And I do, honestly, you know me. I'm a sucker for any show set in the UK. Oh, I know. I always have been. Um, and anytime Harry is in it, you can just, like, that accent is just so, it's such a British accent, mm-hmm. which is so funny to me. That he looks British, too. He does. And, this, and Cormac, I promise this is no hate on you. No, I, no, no, no. You were great, great in the role. You're you great, were an incredible sweetheart. in the role. You're doing amazing, sweetheart. Um, and then we have... You did a good job at making us hate the characters. Yes. So. Then you have uh, Imogen, uh, played by Rhea Norwood. And she's a, she's she's a, a character. new character. Yeah, she's she a new added. character. I liked her. I loved her. I thought First she was of all, great. 
she's hot. I, here's, the, here's the thing. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, she's hot. Yeah. I can't deny it. And here's the thing. I wasn't sure at first, because, like, at first what I was, like, um... Like, Were you, know, you trying to remember if she was in the book? I was. Same. I me was, too. I was like, wait, I don't remember her. Because, like, I, you know, I had reread mm-hmm. the first two volumes, and then as soon as the episodes dropped on Netflix, I was, like, looking through the descriptions, and I saw the name Imogen, and I was like, wait, what? Is yeah, she, is no. Is she in it later, and they just brought her in earlier? Yeah, I was, no. I had the same, I, I was but like, so then, I, you know, I started watching it, and I was like, I don't know how I feel about her right now, but then as the season went, I was like, ah, she's I, she's I, I she's she just was, a girl with a crush. Yeah, and I thought people she was are, wonderful. People online are hating on her, and it's like, she's just a girl with a crush. You yeah. can't blame her for like, trying to, you know, be with the boy that she likes. Yeah, she, honestly, none of them, none of them knew how Nick was feeling, and right. he didn't even know how he was feeling, so, like, it's right. understandable for her to be, like, very, like, hey, let's go on a date. They're teenagers. Exactly. They do and honestly, stuff. she was pretty understanding in the end. Exactly. She smiled when she saw them holding yeah, hands. Yeah, like, come on. Although, I will say, one of my favorite scenes that involved Imogen, in, kind of, in general, is when Nick is talking to his mom about, you know, this. I was supposed to go on this date, but I was supposed to go to Charlie's yeah. party, and he's, like, going, and she's just like, well, do you want to go? And he's just like, well... Her dog died, and her and his mom's just like, I'm sorry, I'm lost. I'm confused. And I was yeah. like, such a mom reaction to be like, hold on, wait, tell me again. Because, like, and it was such an instant thing for him to be like, well, her dog I feel died. like I should go because her dog died. And I was like, Nick, honey, Sweetheart, please. that's not how that works. Um, I loved her hair, too. Her hair was really pretty. Um, and then, of course, we have everyone's favorite sibling, uh, Tori Spring. Tori. Played by uh, Jenny Walser. This is not Jenny's first role. She was in uh, Call the Midwife, um, which is another British was show. Was she in anything else? I think she was, but I, feel I don't. I like I recognize her from something let's, else. Let's look her up. Let's all of us look her up together But and I see. could be completely wrong because it's, it's happened before. It has. I feel like I recognize somebody from something. And no, I, I get it too. And I don't actually recognize them from anything. I, I get well, it. what it is is that I'll recognize them from something that you've watched that yeah, I've like, seen Yeah, that tends passing. to happen too. That that happens a lot. I tend well. I tend to. I also tend to recognize actors from like one-off episodes that they've been in of something that I've yeah. seen, which I always find funny. No, so far it just says "Call the Midwife" and "Heartstopper." Okay, then Maybe <laughs> she might just look like someone else. She's, yeah, she's probably just got one of those faces that looks yeah. like she's in everything. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and I will say, Tori Spring is an incredible she sister. Was, she was great. She's super sweet. Just her being like, being Here's like the thing. he's totally not straight. She like, is like perfect, perfect sister energy. older sister energy. Like, you know, just like <laughs> popping up out of nowhere and being like, you're weird. Go away. My favorite you know? thing. And then, and then, but then later, you know, comforting Charlie when he's, yeah. you know, upset. It's like, mm-hmm. that's what a sister does. They make fun of you, but they're there for yeah. you. Yeah. One of my favorite things Annika is. Annika can attest to this. I can. One of my favorite things is they kind of, they dealt they kind of brought it into the the story a little bit is the moments in when she appears in the books and it just says appear or appears and in the show it felt like that too where yeah. it's just like she's not there and then all of a sudden like hi like she's just there and him just being she's like just like sipping, sipping her drink yeah and her, with her straw and I was like I love you so much Perfect. one uh one thing we will mention is for those of you who haven't gotten to the show yet um which I don't know the, why you're listening. The so um in the series, uh Nick or Charlie has a younger brother as well as yeah. a sister, Oliver. So Where's from Oliver? what from what I was reading, um they decided that it would just with everything, it would just be too complicated to have a younger child on the set right, as well. Right. That makes um, sense. they were filming during COVID, I believe. So it was yeah. you know, made it harder. Um so they just decided not to I, I think she was saying that like he wasn't necessarily like important to right, the story, so it didn't. Right. It, she didn't feel as bad taking him out of right. the story. He, he wasn't ha- he integral to the story. He didn't move the story along or exactly. take anything away. Um, so no, it, I get that. Yeah, and that's not to say that he doesn't exist. He no, just, we just never saw him. I, I well, I feel like he doesn't exist still. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, they they did a similar thing with Vampire Diaries. In the books, Elena has a younger sister, and in the series, she has an older, she has a younger brother. So they kind of, you know, they flip things around sometimes. It happens. All um, I'm saying is just because we didn't see him, doesn't mean he's not there. So do you think they just like keep him locked up in the attic then? No, that's terrible. I'm okay. just saying it's one of those things where we just don't see him. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. Sounds good. Um, and then, last but not least, the incredible, 
incomparable Olivia Coleman playing yes. Nick's mom. I got so excited when I, I saw her. I remember. Here's the thing. I thought I I saw a meme from the show before it aired about Olivia Coleman being his mom. Here's the thing. I don't remember. I don't remember seeing her in the trailer, so I didn't. Right. So I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, ha ha ha, that'd be hilarious. And then she popped up, and I was like, <gasps> I was like, it's her. It's funny. Like I I saw her <clears throat> in the episode, and I was like, she looks so dang familiar how do i know her I, but i couldn't think of her name but i was like i know that face i know who this is i've seen her in a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and then the credits rolled and i saw olivia coleman i was like yeah. that's who she is that's and her name one honorable mention we're gonna give really quick um is in the series there's a moment when in the show when charlie and nick are riding the bus or they're riding the train. Oh, yeah. Alice is sitting on the train across from them. I love when they do stuff like that. <laughs> and I immediately... I was like, yes. I was like, thank you. I love this so much. I didn't recognize her at first. Um, I recognized her hair. I didn't I didn't realize it was her until I was on Tumblr looking at stuff and then... So, like, all in all, like, the casting was incredible. Casting they did, was perfect. They did an amazing job. And, like, the chemistry well, was incredible between all of them. Well, Nellie. <clears throat> oh, of course, Nellie. Nellie is a sweetheart. Um, I, I just remember because they dropped the the gif or the pictures of Nelly and Nelly Nick and Charlie the day before the show premiered and mm-hmm. everyone was flipping out they were like it's her she's dropping where you have her and I was like yes we do I will say I was a little disappointed that we didn't get Nelly in her little sweater when they went out into play but whatever <laughs> it's fine I guess not every dog needs a jacket but I think she does um she was a cutie pie a little cutie <clears throat> she looked very cuddly she looked incredibly cuddly um, I loved her. Um, of course, uh, there are a lot of characters that come into the series, into the show later, mm-hmm. or that will be coming in later, um, that we haven't got to meet yet. I'm really excited for the teachers. Oh, of course, we had Mr. Ajay, yeah. who was really awesome. Yeah. He was a great friend to Charlie, mm-hmm. and he was, like, super sweet, and, like, the way he was just, like, reacting about Nick and everything. Yeah. I was like, I love and you. And we got the PE Oh, yeah, teacher Coach, coach. Singh. She was great. I loved her. She was awesome. She was great. Um... I want to meet her wife. I hope we meet and her wife. And, of course, we have all of the, the rest of the, the friend groups that are kind mm-hmm. of here and there. Um, they I know all there are some people problems. that were a little sad that we didn't see the rugby lads yeah. that befriend Charlie. That We didn't, like, really get to see them. I'm yeah. sure that they were, like, quote-unquote there. We just didn't see them interact like they did in the in the book. Um, okay. So, now that we have characters and... You know, all the actors out of the way. Yeah, Annika was like, I gotta write these people down so I, I forget them. I knew I was gonna forget names. I always do. We both Every single do. time. We and then I do. sit here on my phone, scrolling through MTV, being like, who is it? Who is it? Who is it? And then I'm like, pausing, and I know that it sounds odd whenever I do it, because I, like, I guarantee you it sounds odd. But, like, I I mean, so I try to make it not sound as odd as it could yeah. when I cut it. Um, okay. So, like we were talking about earlier with, um with Isaac, you know, they're, they decided to do, they, they didn't decide, I think, I think it was more of just like, that's how it came off is that Isaac is a row ace, which I love. And this show is a big thing. And people were super excited mainly because of the LGBTQ representation. It's literally full of the gays. It is. So we have, you have Charlie who's gay, Nick, who's bisexual, L is trans, Tao, I don't, I'm pretty I, sure Tao is straight. I'm I pretty sure he Tao says is, in the show he's like, as your token yeah, straight that, friend. Yeah, yes, thank you. Uh, Tara is lesbian. Darcy is lesbian. Isaac is Aero Ace. Ben closet gay. Uh, <laughs> Harry, Harry's a whole other breed of human. Um, Imogen is just a sweetheart, mm-hmm. and then Tori is Tori. Um, and then of course you have Mister Jaya who is gay. So like, and the coach and the who coach. Is gay. So like, you have this whole spectrum of people, like this whole group. Right of representation in the show which is rare for kids to get for like teens to get that Mm -hmm. much representation in one show it's like i've definitely been seeing it pop up more and more the last few years exactly this representation for the lgbtq community and and it's which is great yeah for you guys and it's and it's not even just like for the lgbtq community in general it's for like kids right well because yeah so like you have um to to normalize it yeah because one of the shows that we've already talked about um i think like season one we talked about was uh she ran the princess of power i think so i don't know that entire show just gay is gay and like that they even talked about it they the creators talked about they were like yeah we meant it to be gay like a majority of the characters are gay or lesbian or trans or or pan or whatever like they Mm -hmm. they're just 
it's there. Yeah. And so for a show like this to be one on a streaming service Mm -hmm. that everybody has access to and two to feature, you know, genuine, you know, actors who have, who genuinely connect with those characters is something that's really nice. It's really great to see them finally doing something. And it's, it's normalizing (laughs) it because there are people in the world like that. And that's something that kids growing up need to, you know, be aware of and be like, yeah, there are all kinds of people in this world and that's okay. Exactly. And one of my, one of my favorite things about the series in general, not just about the book, but the show, what they did well was Nick discovering his sexuality. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of the time when you have a bisexual character in a show, they're either played for laughs or they're a tragic character. So like a lot of the time when they're played for laughs, it's, you know, the character who, They'll be standing there talking. It'll be a sitcom. You know, they're standing yeah. there talking with their friends about their past relationship. And a guy walks in. And maybe, you know, your bisexual character is a guy, right? A guy walks in. They're like, oh, yeah, I hooked up with them last week. And then a girl walks in. They're like, oh, I hooked up with her last week, too. And then another one and another. And, like, they all just come in there. Mm-hmm. You're just like, or the, okay. Or the bisexuality. It's, like, downplayed in a certain yeah, sense. Or, it's, like, yeah. not taken as seriously. Or there's like, the ones, why don't you just pick one? Yeah, or there's the, um, like, the cheating Mm -hmm. That always is assumed. Like, um, in another British show, in uh, Emmerdale, there's uh, a moment where uh, Robert is explaining his sexuality to his his boyfriend, and he's just like, well, you know, I just don't get it, you know? Why why did you always say you were straight? And he's just like, because it was just easier, and I didn't know at the time, and just because... I just because I am bisexual doesn't mean I'm going to cheat. It doesn't mean Mm -hmm. I want someone else. You know, I want to be with you. And that's a big thing is... It's like people people fear that if they're with somebody who's bisexual that there's more of a chance of being mm-hmm. cheated on because, you know, they have twice as many exactly. options. It's like, no. Yeah. You still and have just as much of a chance of being cheated on by a straight person as you're exactly. bisexual. And that's, and that's a big thing. And it's even a bigger thing when it comes to the fact that there hasn't been a whole lot of bisexual representation in general, mm-hmm. but lately we've been getting a lot more. You know, you have Sarah Lance right. on the um, Legends of on Tomorrow, Legends. Which you we have need to finish. <laughs> yes, you have um, you have uh, Clark Griffin on the One Hundred. Um, there's uh, a character I want to say his name is Daryl on uh, that show, My Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Like you, you, there's so many now. I can't but think of any. The biggest thing took my two. <clears throat> the biggest thing is not only bisexual representation, but male bisexual representation. Right. So a That's lot of the time, something we don't see. A, a lot, lot of, of the time you see females as bisexuals, mm-hmm. which I mean <laughs> point in case right here. Um case in point, not point in case. Case in point, right Same here. Difference. I That's am the one new of them. saying point in case. Yes, exactly. Point in case. Um I'm gonna say that now. Okay. But a lot of the time, you don't see guys represented as bisexuals right. because a lot of the time it's seen as emasculating. emasculating. Yeah, they they see it as oh well, you're obviously not as much of a guy as we right. are because you're into guys too. Right. That's not how it works. No, not how it works at all. What I was saying is that when you have the male bisexual representation, a lot of the time it's downplayed mm-hmm. in media. It's not taken as seriously. They're like, well, why don't you just pick one? Either yeah. you're gay or you're straight. You can't be both. And you even have it, um, you have a brief moment of it when he, when Nick comes out to his mom. So you have the moment when Nick is coming out to his mom for the first time um, and he sits her down and he explains to her, he says, Charlie is my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. We're bro friends. We're dating. I'm bisexual. I've had a crush on him for a few months now. Maybe longer than that, yeah. you know. And she, I like girls, but I also <clears throat> think I like boys. And she she says, she's like, you don't have to say you like girls, too, if you don't. And he's just like, no, I do. I'm bisexual, you know, if you know what that is. And she's just like, I wasn't born thousands of years. I know what it is. And I was like, thank you for that moment of him being like, no, I do. I do like both still. Right, right. Because it was a sweet moment to say, like, hey, no, don't invalidate my sexuality. Right. This is who I am. This is my sexuality. Mm-hmm. This is who. This is who I am. You don't get to say... I also, I also think it was also kind of like his mom <coughs> trying to be like, you know, you don't have to... Exactly. ...say that you still like girls... Exactly. ...to make other people happy. Exactly. And so, and then it was also him being like, no, it, this is the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, this is who I am. My feelings are valid. Thank right. you for acknowledging them. And Hurts telling him, you know, thank you for telling me. Right. I wish you would have told me sooner, but I... You, you know, know I wish, you know, I'm sorry if I made you feel like, like you, you couldn't, couldn't tell me. me. Yeah. 
So it was really, really sweet. It was a really sweet moment between both right. of them. Because, and, and that's another thing that we don't see enough of in TV and, and film is the parents of LGBTQ youth being accepted. Yeah, because a lot of, of the time you get them kicking their children out of the house or beating them or, or denying or who they are and trying to make them suppress who they are. Mm-hmm. We need to see more of the acceptance exactly of that and to make these kids that are watching these feel comfortable feel comfortable and i know there was um there was a kid on who put up on twitter i think mm-hmm. who was like i used nick's coming out scene to come out to my own parents right. and i was like and i think and uh what... connor himself he was like that's what we that's why we did this mm-hmm. this is why and i was right. like thank you i love you mm-hmm. it was super super sweet um is one of my favorite book scenes. It's also one of my favorite show scenes. It was a really mm-hmm. sweet moment between the two of them. Um, they played it so well. They did. Uh, okay, but out of all of the... Sh- like, out of the entire eight episodes, what was your favorite scene that they translated from the book to the show? Like, if, if you had to pick one scene that, that you Ooh, loved the most. that's a tough Or, like, one. I guess one that you were waiting for that you think they did a good job on. Because hmm. there's a lot. I mean... They, I think they did the the end, the beach. I think they yeah. did that really, really well. Like mm-hmm. I loved when you know he's like, I like Charlie, Charlie Spring as a in a romantic, in a romantic way, way, not just a friend. friend yeah, I think that was really cute. And then I was I was really looking forward to um, the cinema, the cinema when he punches out Harry. Cause yeah, I I just thought that was great in the mm-hmm. book, the way that he you know defends Charlie. Yeah. Um, um, I thought it was thought I thought it was done really well. Um, but if you had to pick one. Scene. You always do this to me. Yes, me I know. One. Why don't you go first and pick yours? Because I haven't figured out what mine is yet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. You get after me for not being able to pick one, and you can't even pick one. Okay, I think... Out of... I can go grab the comic right now and look no. through it. I think out of the entire eight episodes, I think probably my number one favorite scene was the kiss scene. That was the mm-hmm. scene that everybody was waiting for. Yeah. And, but here's the thing, is it's technically two scenes... In, in the yeah. one because it's their first kiss and then the rain scene those yeah. two scenes I always connect just as one because they are connected mm-hmm. and I remember they were saying I think it was I want to say it was Kit was saying that um, when they were filming that scene yeah. somebody across the street could, they saw they figured out what was what show was being filmed because of because of the rain and because they saw I think it was they saw Joe running in the rain right. so they knew immediately and I was like that's dedication that man. is dedication, that is dedication. Right and it was really sweet. Um, everybody had been waiting for the rain scene. Everybody mm-hmm. been waiting for the kiss scene. That scene, it's like, here's the thing. One of my favorite things about the show in general is the fact that the majority of their dialogue is straight right. from the book. A lot straight of it. Straight from it. Obviously, you know, there's some stuff that was added and things like that to yeah. because there's only so much dialogue in the book itself because it is a graphic novel. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so they kind of have to add things here and there to extend it for TV format. But like you were saying, I think like probably like 90% uh, of yeah, the Yeah, at least 90%. Um, and like also... 90% of it is straight I will from... say, there are some moments where it felt a little stilted because right. it was from the di- straight from the book. Mm-hmm. So there were a few moments where it didn't feel as natural it as it could have. It didn't feel as much as of a flow as it could have. Yeah, it didn't feel as natural or as... Like, it flowed as well as some other dialogue mm-hmm. might have in that scene. But so, that doesn't mean that we didn't love Exactly. It because, I mean, it was incredible in general. Like, everything about it was incredible. Alice was very her she did a I good she job was very heavily involved yeah she? she was very heavily involved and like the fact that it translated so well mm-hmm. from the book to the from the page to the screen right. was, is saying something because you like, don't get that all the time right. and i feel like that needs to happen more is having the creator of the original mm-hmm. material being heavily involved yeah i mean in the adaptation i mean you because have, then you know it's going to be at least a better adaptation than i mean it it's been. a good reason why it, it's well. It's a perfect example with like um, Percy Jackson. Mm-hmm. The, the the movies did horrible because they didn't let Rick do anything. Whereas they didn't the show, listen to his his advice and his yeah, notes. The show he told them the movies would tank if they did yeah, what they were doing. When it, when it comes to the show that they're doing, he's writing the script. He's an executive. I'm pretty sure he's an executive. Him and producer, Becky are both yeah. executive. Like they're doing their part on the show right. because they know how dedicated the fans are right. and they want to they give know. them. How what much, they you know they want to give them what they've been waiting for. Right. They know how much fans love the series, and so hats off to Alice for being like, "I'm this is my mm-hmm. show. This is I, I'm you gonna." You know, it's it's her, it's her it's life, her baby, it's, it's her baby. Yeah, it really is. 
Um, but you know, what's funny is I didn't know this is the first character I believe that she wrote for the whole thing was Tori because Tori <laughs> has her own ser- has her own book, I believe oh, no before way. this I'm that Nick and Charlie it. are featured in. I got to read it. <clears throat> I love Tori. And I was like, yes. Um, but everything about like everything that they dragged from the book to the show was really well done. Mm. I really, Having... I really liked how they had like the animated leaves mm. throughout yeah. the show because, you know, we see that in the, in the book throughout the book we see drawings of leaves yeah. and stuff and so I really liked how they kept that mm. I, I also really appreciated like the title cards yeah how we had what was it meet it was meet crush, crush secret yeah meet crush secret uh girls was one of them yeah, girls was one of them I think um I know uh I think Oh, there was... He could easily just look it up. I could, but... Uh, Anyways. But, you know, they I know had... that we were both wondering how they were going to break up the episodes. Because yeah. we are like, okay, there's eight episodes, but the chapters... Are very are short. only so long in the book, yeah. so what are they going to do? And it makes sense so that they, they basically did two, two volumes in right. one. And I feel like they kind of... They added... Obviously, they added, like... The Higgs the School. Time, they... Yeah, I like the title cards i mean they yeah. added a few that weren't yeah, necessarily like exactly. in the book but because of what how they were mm-hmm. doing the show and and like i was mentioning just for a second is higgs they mm-hmm. a good portion of the show now was dedicated to showing tara uh darcy, darcy. and l at higgs and i really i really appreciated mm-hmm. that i loved it i loved seeing it i loved seeing tara darcy and l interact more right Getting to see the girls' school was a nice yeah. addition to the show from mm-hmm. the book because obviously, you know, the book focuses on Nick and Charlie, so we only see so much of the other characters, yeah. you know, for certain amounts of time or whatever. So it was nice to be able to see them kind of like in their own. It, it was, story, it really was. Um, and I loved seeing Tar, I loved seeing Elle open up a little bit to mm-hmm. Tar and Darcy and kind of seeing that relationship grow. I loved. The moment when when Elle was just like, I might have a little bit of a crush on on Tao, and and both Tar and Darcy were like, yes, and I was yeah. like, I've been waiting so long. Girls, friends, I've friends. been waiting thirteen years of it. In Azkaban, twelve, Azkaban. 12 I years. I don't care. I'm saying thirteen because I'm tired. Okay. I've only, I only got like four hours of sleep the other night, and guys. Whose fault is that? It's always mine. I know that, but you know. Um, where were we? Tara and Darcy. Yes. Um, their their whole little friend group that they have was really sweet. Um, especially one of my favorite moments in this in the show was when after Tara and Darcy come out officially on mm-hmm. social media, and everyone has those has those comments. You know, well, oh, you don't look lesbian, right. or oh, what a shame. And it's mm-hmm. just like Tara just deleting them, deleting them, deleting them, and then finally breaking down about it. Oh. And Darcy is like, you My know, heart. hey, it's okay. And I was like, I love you so much. I hated seeing her crying. It was so hard to see, but they did a good job. They, yeah, they did it really, really. Also, well. though, can we just appreciate the moment when the rest of them go to find Tara and Darcy, and they open the door, and Nick is just like. We're missing it. And they're all just like, oh, we had to go. And they just go running. And I was like, Nick, <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're so sweet. I will say I was really hoping we would get that scene like we did in the book where he's just like, oh, I'm very late for maths. And he just runs. Like, <laughs> that was a really cute scene. There were a few moments that there weren't in the show. Right. There were, like, little bits. Right. Well, I was, I was going to point it out eventually is that, like, there are scenes, you know, that they cut from the show that were in the books or they kind of like switch things up mm-hmm. how things were done because I know that obviously you know Tao finds out earlier in the show than mm-hmm. he does in the book and, yeah. and uh, Elle is the one that tells him instead of Charlie yeah um, but I mean I still like the way that it was done I and I, I do like it solely because I loved I I hated seeing it happen but I loved the, the scene of Tao blowing up at Charlie mm-hmm. being you know yelling at him being like basically telling him you broke my heart because right. you didn't trust me enough to tell me what was going right. on and that's the hardest thing when it comes to friendships mm-hmm. like that is 
when you're so close with a person. Right. And, but you're also scared of how they're going to react or how they're going to feel. And I mean, and, and Tao does bring it up. He brings it up a couple of times. It's like, you know, he doesn't like how their friend group is changing. Exactly. And that's like, I don't like that everything is changing. You know, I'm like, you know, with Elle, he's like, you know, I'm happy that you're, that, you know, you're feeling like yourself. And that you're at your, the school you need to be at, but I hate hate, that you're gone. Right. I hate that, you know, Charlie's spending so much time with Nick now and everything is changing. Did he even once stop to think, though, how that made Isaac feel? <laughs> Being like, what? Is Isaac not good enough for you, Tal? Is Isaac hey. not enough friend for you? I love yeah. Isaac. I love Isaac. And, but, you know, like we were saying, is Tao having that moment to finally speak his mind? It, mm-hmm. I mean, Tao always speaks his mind, of course. Yes. But he does. No feel filter. Like, but I feel like this was the moment where Charlie finally heard him. Because right. throughout the, the rest of the show... Tao's just speaking his mind, and they're mm-hmm. all just like, don't mind him. He's just kind of like that. Right. Whereas this was the moment when he was like, oh, I, I kind of did hurt him, I think. You right, know? right. But also then we have them finally reconciling at the end of the uh, of the season when, you know, they switch jerseys, and then they're like, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. And they mm-hmm. have that moment, which was really sweet, too. Besties. I also loved in the in the finale when you have Tao and Elle, and you yeah. have them running off to go see all they her old so rooms. I was very much expecting them to kiss i was like i was a little bit too but i think for them they're still kind of yeah had they're so both still a little worried about how it would change their friendship and that's understandable that's always a big thing and like that's the thing that everyone talks about too is uh male female friendships they don't people are like oh they don't work because the one always falls through there Mm -hmm. it doesn't always happen it does it doesn't always but it, it can and this is one of those times when you know this friendship can morph into more Right. It's something but it's that also, happens. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, you could be great together, mm. but also it could completely blow up exactly. and you'll never be able to be friends again. Yeah, so, so that's it's like, like, are they willing to risk the friendship that they have that is so great mm-hmm. for the potential? Because they of... genuinely have one of the sweetest rela- mm-hmm. friendships I've seen on TV. Like, they're super sweet towards right. each other. Like, I love, you know, at the beginning of the first episode, he's like, you know, I bought Elle's juice again. I did I've it been again. doing it for like two weeks. And I was like, Tao, honey. Sweetheart. And I, I love when he tells her that. She's just like, that's so dumb. <laughs> and he's just like, I know. <laughs> and it's such, a, it's such a friend thing to call out that, to be like, you're an idiot. And they're just like, I know, I I know I'm aware of it like it was just right. super sweet and I know someone pointed out um in this in their final one of their final scenes when she leaves the classroom and there there are butterflies flying yeah. as she's leaving and and people were like that's signifying his realization of how he feels about her uh-huh. and I think that's really sweet yeah um and I cannot wait to see the scene when they finally tell each other how they feel and like have that moment because mm-hmm. I cannot I cannot tell you guys right. I'm super excited um and then, like, with the with the finale as well, you have um, Charlie and Nick finally having this, mo- this moment, you know. And it was a great callback to the third episode. So the third episode, obviously, is the kiss episode. Or the end of the kiss episode, I guess. Um, when they're in Charlie's room and Nick is there to talk to Charlie about why he left during after their kiss. Mm-hmm. And Charlie is there and he's just apologizing, apologizing, apologizing. Like, all that he does. And... Nick just keeps saying, Charlie, Charlie, hey, you know, stop, listen mm-hmm. to me. And then he grabs him by the face and he kisses him. And I was like, yes. And then in the finale, when now Nick is going off being like, you know, I'm sorry, I didn't want to do this, blah, blah, blah. And he's just kind of going off and... He's and like, Nick, 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 listen. And he just grabs him and he kisses it. And I was like... Was such a ah. sweet parallel. I was like, parallel. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> I'm doing good, guys. I'm doing good. <laughs> Got a little bit of a bug in my throat. Don't hurt yourself. I'm doing my best. Um, and I thought it was a really sweet callback. It was a really sweet, you know, parallel that they did. I don't know. I'm guessing it was intentional. It definitely was. Um, but also, like, the um, the way that Char- the way that Nick just gives up the game. Mm-hmm. He just gives up the mm-hmm. game to go hold hands with Charlie. And I was like, you are a sweet boy. Mm-hmm. I love you. And you will be protected at all costs. Very it much. makes me think of... It may, it, the way that it all goes makes me think of uh, of the scene from uh, from Brooklyn Nine Nine that everyone makes a gif about. Like I've only had Nick for for a day and a half, yeah, but if anybody a, and if I just anything like, happened to him, I'd kill everyone in this room and then myself. So, like I yes, that I is that exactly scene. how it feels. But also, there's the I know someone made the the meme of uh, uh, 
corporate needs you to find the difference between these two photos, and it's Nick and, and a, a golden retriever. Like they're the same picture, and I was like, yes, from the office, exactly. Um, but like all in all, I think they did a really good job with uh-huh. the series. Um, I th- I think my favorite episode itself definitely has to be uh, probably episode three or episode eight because that's the beach mm-hmm. scene their mm-hmm. date those are my two favorite episodes i think i don't know i feel <clears throat> like I feel like yours is the cinema well either that or the mm-hmm. when they go bowling i think that's no, the birthday party yeah yeah i think that's I another say, bit that i was looking forward to from the i book will is, say is one of my party. favorite moments is in that episode when i think no it's not that one no 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 it's in episode three is with charlie and his dad yeah. When he, he goes out and his dad's just like, you okay? And he just breaks down breaks crying. Down. And I was like, ah. That's so good. That's another thing that we don't see enough <clears throat> that we need to see mm-hmm. more of is these young boys being vulnerable. vulnerable. Yeah. Um, so that was a and great And they scene, did a but... great job of showing these boys being vulnerable, you know? Like, especially, it's like, yeah, you know, that scene with, with Charlie but and his dad. But Nick. also Nick. Just the amount of emotion that you always see on, on his, face. his face and his eyes specifically oh it's my gosh always the eyes it's always okay? the eyes There's... he can cry he can cry guys he <laughs> and that that's a, that means he's sold for annika yes no okay there's <sighs> some not every actor can do it, but there's some actors that can like just have like dozens of emotions just yes, in their eyes exactly and, he and is i one feel of those. like he is one of them that can just display so my, much one of the moments when you see it the look. most is in the scene when he is googling for the first mm-hmm, time mm-hmm. that moment and you see it crossing his eyes and as you see his eyes welling up with tears. and then he like blinks and there's a tear oh, or the single tear <laughs> the one everybody Pied talks to the about caribbean. is pies of the caribbean with orlando bloom and kira knightley and the bisexual panic and i was like i feel that um i feel it right there i mean that wasn't me but i feel it right i get you um, and so it was just so but he did he did a great so, job. He did so, so good. So I definitely think um, episode three was one of the best because that was our kiss scene. That was that the emotion party. between him and his dad. Great scene. But then episode eight was also I think superior. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually want to know if they've ranked them yet on IMDb because that happens pretty right. quickly. I don't know. Like I I think that the birthday party, whichever episode that was, I think that's probably one of my I tops. I want to say that was. Five. I think that was maybe four or five. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think mm-hmm. that one is probably one of my favorites. And then probably the finale also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the finale was really good. The finale was just so good. Um, I will say, okay, so it does have an IMDb rating of nine point one. Nice. Out of ten. Well deserved. <clears throat> um, does it have? Oh, it doesn't have any. It's only been out for a few days. That's not the point, Dylan. We are dedicated. Everybody is dedicated, okay? Dang, I was really hoping... I was really hoping they would have, like, the rated episodes already. Maybe not. And give it a few more days. Well, I mean, because, like, people have to go on and rate the Yeah, let's see. Okay, so episode one right now has 8.6. As as time of recording. (laughs) Yes. um, Episode two is 9.0. Episode 3 is 9.3, and that is the kiss episode. Okay. Episode 4, 8.7. Episode 5, 9.1. Episode 6, 9.0. Episode 7, 9.0. And episode 8, 9.6. So the finale is the highest one at the the time of recording. Mm -hmm. Finale, and then episode 3. I told you. (laughs) I knew it. Which one is, does it say which one the party or the... Uh, I think that it it looks like it's episode 5. Okay. So that's 9.1. So it's up there. Yeah, yeah. Very pleased. I love that I was right because <laughs> I'm always right when it comes to this. So like I said, episodes three and episode episode eight are definitely my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my, out of all of them, I think my favorite book to show character was, is a tie between, probably between uh, Charlie and Tao. Mm-hmm. I mean, Nick is in there too. Uh, no, okay, probably Nick and Charlie are my tie. Yeah. Like they, I think the perfect casting for those. Two. I think for me, my favorite book to show is uh, Nick and Darcy. Oh yeah, yeah. I, can see that. I just I loved how because like obviously you know she wasn't in it a ton mm-hmm. in the first two volumes, but enough enough for me to be like I know I'm gonna love her in the show, mm-hmm. and then obviously Nick is just a 
puppy. He is a puppy. He is a sweet. And He's okay, so cute. Yeah, I'm a sucker for guys with freckles, and yeah. his freckles are so. Cute. His freckles are adorable. And I, okay, you know what I think we need to have though is now that we know he can sing, I think instead of a musical episode, I think there just needs to be a moment. Maybe we you know on their class trip. I don't know. Maybe we'll have a moment where they they're at a karaoke, karaoke bar or something. I said that earlier. They no, 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 no. Just listen. They're, or they go out to a bar or something not a karaoke bar we just go out to a bar and there's like a piano up there because someone's supposed to sing ah. and nick is like hey can i get up there and they're just like oh, sure why not and he gets up there and he just starts singing to charlie <laughs> and i'm like please that would be cute it is cute and okay so here's the thing uh, season one was incredible it was amazing but we all know what's gonna happen with season two because season two is gonna actually we got a hint of it in season one every time charlie was like no i'm not hungry Oh. It's leading up to what we all know is coming, and I'm not here for I'm it. not. And I'm not... Okay, here's the thing. I introduced Crystal to it, okay? She doesn't know any of the, what's going to happen, oh, so yeah. she has no idea. So she is in for it. Yeah, I have to finish... Like I said, I have to finish reading the volumes. But it's getting but there. I've, I've read enough of volume three... To know. To know what happens. And I'm not prepared because... And I know everyone was like, yes, season one's incredible. And then they're like, oh, crap. Season two's coming. It's going to... Break like, our I'm really hearts. hoping that we get their Paris trip because, like, that's we obviously we have to because that's, that's one it's of the most important big, moments. It's a big thing. Like, it has one of my favorite Darcy scenes when she walks in on Nick and Charlie. Yes. And she's just like, "Oh, oh you're, you're being gay." <laughs> she's like, "Oh, you're being gay." Continue on then. And I was right. like, "Darcy, yes, exactly." <laughs> I love you. She's she's so just like <clears throat> just says what's on her mind. Also, I just love the name Darcy, so that like pops it off too. No, I I'm curious though to know what they're. Because obviously, you know, some things have already been changed in regards to season two. Because, you know, like, Tao find, everybody yeah. finds out about Nick and Charlie earlier. Mm. Well, no, no, no. Because most of them do find out at the birthday party. Mm. Tao's the only one that doesn't know until the Paris trip yeah. in the book. So I'm curious to know. I mean, probably not too much is going to be, like, changed necessarily. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, as far as, like, the majority of the story it'll probably stay the same with them like you know going but you know i feel like they i i I hope that they keep them trying to set up tau and l what one thing i really am excited for though with season two is what we're gonna see which is gonna be nick's dad and brother nick speaking french nick speaking french but also nick's dad and brother specifically because the scene at i think you've gotten there the scene at dinner when maybe between because i think they're don't don't no. say anything okay just in case i do um, know i have gotten <clears throat> to the part where his brother nick's brother comes home and he's a and he finds jackass. and he finds the pictures of them kissing yeah. at the photo booth and, and he's, he's a jackass like, he's, he's like oh he did he turn you gay and i'm like boy i will punch you so, if you're real so don't don't say too much because I, I haven't finished but like tori in this in you know in season two she will be a really great big sister like and we have that in the mm. in the volumes um and so like getting I w- i'm really excited to see who they're going to cast to play his dad and to play his brother right that's i'm just be looking forward to him speaking french i'm so excited i'm so it's excited. so funny when i was like when i was rereading volume yeah. three the other night and i was getting to the parts where he's speaking french and i'm like in my head i'm like yeah i could totally pronounce this but no i can't no i'm like well here's the thing i can pronounce some of it i've heard you practice french mm-hmm. And I've, like, seen some French stuff, yeah. sort of. So I'm, like, I kind of understand. Like, in my head, I can pronounce it. But trying to say it out loud, yeah. I definitely cannot. <clears throat> yeah. It, yeah, I'm excited. I'm really excited to see it all. I'm excited to see more of Nick's mom, more of Charlie's mom, um, all of them. Mm-hmm. They're all going to be incredible. Um, I'm just, I don't know if they have they announced a season two yet. I don't think so. No, but, like, I'm, they're, I'm, I'm highly doubtful sure that they're not going to get a season two. I'm pretty sure it's... It's in the top ten yeah. TV shows right now, so, like, some doubt, no doubt in my mind that there's going to be a season two. Right. Same same feeling that everyone had when they dropped, like, Shadow and Bone and well, Bridgerton. Well, like, there's no doubt. The thing. There have been shows that are, like, <clears throat> in the top and then they don't get... Oh, you, you mean uh, Julie and the Phantoms? Yes. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about because I was thinking the same thing. But I feel like this one will get a season yeah. two because... Because it's, it's so popular. Gay. It, yes, because it's gay. Exactly. I mean, to be fair, Julian's Phantoms had a gay guy, but whatever. Well, um, I think that was. The, I think that was about it for this episode. I think so. I can't think <clears throat> of anything else. I mean, we've you know discussed what we loved from season one. I think we covered everything we enjoyed. Yeah. From season Obviously, one. we didn't talk about um, Ben and uh, Harry because I don't care about them. We didn't so talk I... about them a lot. I just. 
I, I don't care. I wasn't looking forward to seeing Ben because of how he treats yes. Charlie. But I did. He, I did like though of see, seeing Charlie stand up for him. Yeah, I did like that. And seeing, and at first seeing Nick come yeah. in and be like, "Hey, oh, he said this. So he good. said to get off of him." Yeah, that was but a good bit. Obviously, we are not discussing their storylines in full because I don't care. They're not important to me. I'm sorry. I, I really don't. I <laughs> No hate to the actors. No hate to the actors. I love the actors. I hate the characters. You guys did great at making us hate you. No hate to Alice either because your characters are all amazing. Right. But Harry and, and but I But here's the are... thing. Sometimes you have to have a character that people can hate. It's true. It's you know, true. It's, it's so funny because there have been... It's, it's rare that there will be a show where I don't hate a character. Yeah. Because almost every show that I've watched, there's been at least one character that, that I've well, hated. We, there's a show, though. There's a, there's a show. <laughs> where we were like, we don't hate any of these characters. We right. love them all. And I can't I, think Neither of can I. Is. I can't think of what the show I'm is. I'm pretty sure we talked about it before in an episode, but I cannot think of what it is. I have to I have to look now. Um, I have to look at our... Uh, I feel like it's a comedy show. So do I. But I cannot be sure. But I could be wrong. Was it She-Ra? No. No. Because we definitely hated characters on that. Well, eh, somewhat. We, like, dislike. It's some. It, it's something. Let's see. Our TV show binge Wait. catalog. What? Magnum. Magnum. Magnum's the one where I don't hate any <clears throat> of the characters. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, I think, I think you might be right. Because even, Let's like, see. the quote-unquote, like, the bad guys, you know, like, there's really no, like... Bad guys. Bad guys, you know. Unless we're, like... I'm pretty sure that's the one where I don't hate any of the characters. I'm pretty sure you're right, but I'm still looking because I need to know that we're right. Uh-huh. Uh, Are you looking at our episodes? No, I'm looking at our binge binge list. Oh. But I don't think it's on here, so, I, you know. I'm pretty sure it's Magnum, though. Maybe, I was going to say Leverage, but. No, because <clears throat> I don't like Sterling. Are you kidding me? James <laughs> Sterling is literally one of the best characters on the show. I'm I don't kidding. know what you're talking about. I'm kidding. I was going to say, I was like, I was about no, to be like, it's, you, it's the guy. It's the other guy from the first season. Oh, um, are you here to kill me, Nathan? That guy? Maybe. The one with the white hair who denied yeah, yeah, his... Yeah, yeah, He denied his Yeah, I don't tales. like him. See? Nobody likes him. See? Leverage is a show where I, I don't I, like one of the I characters. I didn't think it was Magnum. I thought it was something else. It's definitely Magnum, where we don't hate any of the characters. Because, like, Jin, we love Jin. Oh, yeah, that is true. Okay, yeah, no, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, they don't have... Because, like, obviously, you know, there are some shows where they're... Like, crime shows, for example, mm-hmm. where they'll they'll have... Like a bad guy that's like woven throughout. That's right. Yeah. The show. Because, yeah. But this one, they don't really have that. I don't know why, but I was also thinking of Ma- MacGyver. Because no, I was but we of... definitely hate characters on. There. Well, I know, but I was because th- I was thinking of a uh, of uh, Murdoch. Murdoch, and I was I like, we don't Murdoch. hate him, we love him, but no. I hate. Desi, anyways, though. okay. Uh, yeah, everyone hates Desi. Okay. <laughs> okay, but anyways, back, <laughs> back to back, the show. Back to the show. Um. I mean, we did cover everything. Um, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, um... We talked about our favorite characters. Yes. Favorite scenes. Yes. Um, I really do hope we get a season two. Me too. I don't think we won't. Like, I, I definitely think we're going to because it was so popular mm-hmm. and it has been and everybody's been talking about it. Um, so, yeah, I think... Right. I need to finish reading. Same, yeah. I I've need to get s- volume three on it. I've got a lot of stuff I, I need, need to I need to get do. it on hardback. I know. Hardback. I need to get the, the physical the copy. Physical copy. Yeah, the physical copy. I have it on on webtoons. All the copy, all the physical copies are available on Amazon. Yeah. I bought the first two at Barnes and Noble because that's where I found them. Same. I haven't seen three and four at Barnes and Noble, mm-hmm. so I don't think that they're there yet. Um, I know they're on Amazon. I'm haven't bought them yet because they're a little pricier than I would might want, but I might. But I've got like other important stuff that I have to get. Like yeah. That I have to spend money on before I can spend money on a graphic novel. Understandable. Um, so I'm holding off on that because I've got important personal things that I have to mm-hmm. take care of first. Um, but I will buy them at some point. But luckily, you know, it's online so I can read it on there. Yeah. Super easy interface, too. On what? On online. Reading it. For webtoons? Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Because do you have an app for it? Is there an yeah. app? Okay, no. I'm just using, I'm just on the web browser. Yeah, because I, I have the app because I'm also doing Lore Olympus right. on there as well, which if you guys haven't read Lore Olympus, please go do it because... I've heard really good things. Because, okay, I'm sorry, but the first time that Hades sees Persephone, he has to take a minute and he pulls out his glasses. No, I think I've seen that bit. He wipes them off and he puts them on. He's like, mm, 
And I was like, you are a dork and I love you. Yeah, no, I think I've seen that bit somewhere. But no. Yes. No, I'm just using just a regular web browser because that's how I found it. But super easy interface. Yeah. So if you haven't read the graphic novel or you haven't seen the show, I don't know why you've been listening to this. I don't know. Um, go read the graphic novels. If you watch the show without reading the graphic novels, go read the graphic novels. They're, They're great. Um, and I think that's it. Yeah. So if you had a favorite scene a favorite character, a scene that you're so happy that they kept in the show and that they did it perfectly, let us know. We'd love to hear from you all. Um, you can come online, find us. I am at JillyBean729. That's G-I-L-L-Y-B-E-A-N-729. And I am at Mama Relisi. That is capital M-A-M-A, capital R-O-L-L-I-S-I. And you can also find our podcast on Twitter and also on Instagram at TTFabPodcast. So come on and let us know what you thought. We'd love to hear from you. Can't wait to see you guys next week. Bye.